Welcome to the Top of the Morning Show. It's your girl TT from the D. And ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday. Friday. And what do you have on your calendar to do this weekend? It's the week before Mother's Day, yet it's the end of a long week. Now, last week, the week before, we had a lot of sun, and I'm talking to my Michiganders. I don't know what it looked like for other people around the world, but in Michigan, we tend to have bipolar weather. And we laugh at it, but we recognize it, we understand it. And it was cold, it was rainy, almost all week long. But today is Friday, and I'm predicting, I'm hoping for, I'm rolling the dice on some sunshine. I want to thank you for rising up this morning and choosing the top of the morning show with your girl TT from the D to get your morning started and kick off your weekend. The topic this morning, I don't know if you're ready for it, but I think you could get ready. And you know that old saying, if you get ready, you'll always be ready. You don't have to prepare to get ready if you remain ready. Now, that's not the saying y'all hear, but that's a little TT-ism. Mostly we'll hear, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready, right? Let's talk about creating a seat at the table. What does that look like? You've been hearing it. I know I've been hearing it. If you ain't been hearing it, I don't really know where you've been, but a lot of times, a lot of, there's a lot of chatter about claiming people's seats at the table. Essentially what this means is owning your own abilities. Showing and walking in your confidence. Securing your spot. It doesn't have to be a spot at a table, a spot in the room. Your spot. You can walk outside your door right now, stand with your feet planted on the cement or in the dirt or in the grass or in the sand. Because I don't know what the front of your house looks like. But if you go out there, wherever you stand is your spot. Until you move your feet, you occupy that spot. So, if people don't invite you to sit at their table, that's okay. Wait for your seat. Create a seat or make your own seat. Imagine when you walk into a restaurant or a bar and you walk in and there may be no maitre d' or hostess and you, you, you eye the room. People are gathered, doing their thing. Some tables look like they're getting ready to go, but and some people sit at a table of four and it's only two and vice versa, you know how that can go. But there's no available seat. And you can say, well, dang, I could have sat over there. There was an extra chair, but that wasn't your seat at their table. However, think about this. When you go to places like Benihana's, you have a seat at the table. And you ain't got to be invited by people. Benihana's has a system that they give you a seat at the table, right? Whether you want to be at that same table or the people want you to join their table, you automatically get a seat at the table. But if there is no seat in your life, at tables and places you go, and you feel like, I don't belong here. Then, create a table for one. Make it so people want to sit at your 
table. See, there's nothing wrong with having a table for one. Because it could turn into a table for two, a table for four, a table for five. So big that you would have to rent out a ballroom, a banquet room, because there wouldn't be enough seats. There wouldn't be enough tables for people to sit with you to get the wisdom, the knowledge, or your gifts. Be confident in what you do. And when you really think about it, how do you get a seat at the table? Being that one. Walking in your purpose. Owning who you are and all the gifts that God gave you. Sharpening your iron. Networking and politicking with like-minded people. Not people that want to be in competition because honestly, who are you in competition with? Nobody. Half the time we're in competition with ourselves and we don't even realize it. We don't have to battle ourselves or other people for a spot. Wherever you stand, there can be another there cannot be another set of footprints to stand in your in your spot. So you can't occupy a space in someone else unless even if they are sitting on your shoulders, you got them on your back. They will not stand in the same spot at the same time. That spot rightfully is yours until you decide that you're going to move on, move around, and extend the invitation. You could turn to the side to open up a little space so they could step in to the other side. And now it's almost like you were there all by yourself, if you get that metaphorically. Some might say, what in the lifetime are you saying? And then you might think to myself, to yourself, why is it important to have a seat at the table? Because the head of the table creates the plan most of the time. When you go to a meeting, most leaders sit at the head of the table. I'm the type of leader, I'm gonna sit at any seat at the table. I purposely won't sit at the head of the table. I said that I always wanted to do an icebreaker. And I will. And I want people to go in and I want people to say, hey, I want you to find your seat at the table. And invite in more people. No, invite in in the, have more chairs at the table than people you invite in. That's how I would do it. Because I want to know who would rightfully take their seat at the head of the table. If you're a leader and you don't know who said it's not assigned seats, it's first come, first serve, take your seat at the table. It's like when you enter a room, a classroom, people tend to want to sit towards the back and I go to the front of the room. Mm-mm. I want to learn, I want to hear, I don't want to miss nothing. I'm not concerned about who's behind me on my left, my right. I want to be right there so I can see the person who's giving the information. But that's only if we're looking at the front of the room and it's obviously the front of the room. If we're in a space and it's in the circle and the stages in the center, it doesn't really matter where I sit. 
Because any seat is good to me. Sometimes I think we get caught up on having a seat at the table. Trying to be invited. I I remember feeling like that. I didn't get invited to this meeting. Or I didn't get invited to that. Yet, people pick my brain. Right? They want to know your thoughts. But they don't want to... They don't want to give you any credit. I know plenty of people that took the credit for my hard work. And I'm like, I thought like we're a team, so it don't matter. But then as I got older, I was like, hmm. So they think you did this. So they're going to give you the praise. They're going to give you the raise. They're going to give you the promotion. And they'll just see me as a team member. But wouldn't they like to know it was never your idea? It was never your plan. It wasn't your thoughts. It wasn't anything you did except execute what I asked us to do. And because I'm a team player, it didn't matter whose name was on it. But as we get older, we realize that ain't how that works. Then you just say, you know, I think I could do this on my own. It's nothing wrong with being a team player, having a seat at the table, being invited to a table, nothing wrong at all. But please, by all means, don't be afraid to create your own seat. Don't be afraid to build your own table. And remember, it is okay to have a table for one and be the only one there. I promise you, it's okay. And sometimes, I believe, it's the mission that God wants us to be on. I think sometimes when we take seats at people's tables... They don't even know what they're doing. They're depending on you to create the plan, yet it's their table. And they'll take credit and say, well, I invited you to my table. But I had the plan. I just didn't have the table or chair. You better go and take Indian style position on that floor. You can get yourself up and eventually, either you're gonna be offered a seat or you're gonna make your own seat. The choice is totally up to you. So what will you do? That's something to ponder on. As you dive into this amazing weekend ahead of you, decide what you want to do. Are you going to be the inviter of extending the invitation? Or will you take the invitation? Or will you create your own? That's something to think about. And for some, that's something to work on. Before we end the show this morning, I want to remind you today is Friday, May 5th. If you are a nonprofit organization founder member in the state of Michigan, today is the closing date for the $35 million relief fund from Michigan Nonprofit Association. This is a PSA brought to you by MNATNC. Hold on. I'm sorry. God. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> T, um, the T and CP, the New Citizen Press. Shout out to Rena Risper. You ever took a shower and then your skin is kind of dry? You're like, why I look like my skin cracking? Because you didn't put enough lotion? That's my story. I'm like, I look like my skin is like a puzzle on my knee. As I'm sitting getting myself together, I'm like, yeah, no, I need a little bit more lotion because this lotion is not being kind. (laughs) But anyway, TGIF, everybody. Have a wonderful Friday. 
Remember, if you are a nonprofit organization owner here in the state of Michigan, the application closes at 1159 tonight. Don't miss out on an opportunity to partake in being one of the blessed nonprofits to take part of the $35 million relief fund. You could go to www.mi.nonprofitrelief.org. I'll see you soon.